Most of the time, hunting down stories about Princeton history requires some digging, going to the archives, searching through back issues of Baugh, but occasionally, if you're really, really lucky, the story just walks through the door. That was the case earlier this year when we published a letter about the intensely vigorous jazz band, a student Dixieland group from the late 1940s and early 50s. We didn't know much about the band, but our visitor did. I'm uh, Dick Snedeker, uh, class of 1951. Snedeker lives in nearby West Windsor, so we decided to drop in. And not only did he remember the band, he brought recordings. I've still got a, uh, an album of uh, 78 RPM three vinyl records, and I have an LP, I think it's a 10-inch LP, and then a 12-inch LP on vinyl, and then, of course, there was, was a, uh, a disc issued uh, several years ago. So I have copies of all of those, but uh, I don't have the means to play all of them. In the summer, we sat down with Snedeker at the WPRB studios to talk more about campus life and the music scene at Princeton in the years immediately following World War II. The vast majority of the students were um, 17 and 18 year olds who had just gotten out of uh, high school or prep school, but there was a substantial uh, fraction of the undergraduates who had been in the service during World War II, and some of whom had uh, been married and had families, and uh, I knew uh, members of my class, uh, class of 51, who were in their 30s. Uh, by the time they got back and uh, decided to uh, uh, complete their uh, college years. Snedeker majored in aeronautical engineering. He starred on the cross-country team and took a keen interest in music, playing clarinet for the marching band, the university orchestra, and an undergraduate swing band called the Tigers. We usually played stock arrangements which were copies of what uh, some of the big bands played. Uh, not that we could sound like Glenn Miller or Tommy Dorsey or, or Benny Goodman's orchestra, but uh, we played arrangements that were based on the stock arrangements that they played. But the group he remembers best was one that he enjoyed mostly as a spectator, the intensely vigorous jazz band. Well, that was uh, all the doing of, of a guy named John Dengler, and John was a class of uh, 48, been in the service, and he came back to Princeton at, uh, and uh, effectively w went through school with, with the class of 51. Uh, he had grown up uh, in, a, uh, in, a, in a Pocono Mountains where his parents owned a, uh, an inn, and uh, there were professional musicians uh, playing at the inn all the time when he was a kid. So he picked up uh, all kinds of instruments and he could play the cornet and he could play all the reed instruments and he could uh, play just about anything. And uh, uh, hearing uh, all of this uh, uh, professional uh, music going on throughout his whole lifetime, he uh, uh, took it up very seriously. And so when he was an undergraduate, uh, he decided that it would be fun to have a group uh, that could play uh, anything that 
they felt like, and Dixieland jazz fit that bill. He got a, uh, a trombone player and a piano player and a drummer and a clarinet player to uh, play with him. Uh, he chose to play the cornet. And so uh, the, the five of them uh, started uh, playing together and uh, uh, just hit it off just right. pieces that uh, were uh, just just made for Princeton, uh, including the, the, the famous one, uh, Let Me Overhaul Your Car, which was uh, one that had uh, very uh, suggestive lyrics and uh, which uh, became very popular and just about everybody on campus knew all the lyrics. The music was sometimes used for dancing. Some people tried to, to dance uh, to the uh, Dixieland music, which wasn't easy. I was never much of a dancer myself, so I never, never tried to do it, but uh, uh, it was mainly for listening. think of the things that uh, you were involved with that were fun, and that was one of the things that uh, had the most fun involved with it, and uh, so it was uh, remembered by a lot of people. Stan Bergen, the IVJB drummer, recalled its experiences with the band in the class of 1951's 50th reunion book. While the IVJB may not have been the most polished band or musical organization, he wrote, we were genuine and true to New Orleans and Memphis-style jazz. We acted as ambassadors for Princeton University, and particularly for the class of 1951. Brett Tomlinson, digital editor of PAW, narrated and produced this episode. Special thanks to Dick Snedeker and to John Solomon, who engineered our interview at WPRB. The three IBJB tracks 
Clarinet Marmalade, Let Me Overhaul Your Car, and Jazz Me Blues are part of the audiovisual collection at the University Archives. Additional music was licensed from FirstCom Music. If you have an idea for a future episode of this podcast, email us at paw at princeton.edu. That's P-A-W at princeton.edu.